0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Season 5 of the Mindful Marriage Podcast. I can't believe it's Season 5, but I'm here with my esteemed colleague, Tara Wiedemeyer, licensed professional counselor. Tara, can you believe we're in Season 5? I can't, but it's exciting. It is exciting. And it's so, like going
1: back to school the first day, but, you know, this is not that.
0: But. This is not that, but here we are. So we have, we have a plan for this season, which we're pretty excited about. And so we're going to be talking about basically kind of the idea, and Tara, maybe you can clean this up for me a little bit, about the building blocks for building a healthy marriage. Uh, And so we had this, when we were brainstorming what to do this season, we were thinking about what would we say to people if they came into our respective offices, Tara as a counselor, me as a pastor, and said, hey, what would be some things I could do to really have a healthy marriage? And these are kind of the ideas for the season that we came up with. Does that sound like a reasonable direction that we were going? Great job, Rock, great job. I, I articulated well. Because, you know, just, just to start off, you know, season five by referencing John Gottman, our, our hero, or at least my hero in marriage stuff. He talks about how we're trying to build this healthy house of a marriage. And so we're trying to think these are the framework ideas, the mm-hmm. building blocks, the bricks, as Tara has said a few the times. The foundation. The foundation for what that healthy marriage would look like. And so uh, here we go, season five. And so today we're talking about something that I think is a little underrated when it comes to marriage about how we view marriage, not necessarily our spouse, but how we kind of view the institution of marriage itself and then that four plays into our spouses mm-hmm. like our
1: beliefs and our ideals that like again some we're aware of some yeah. we are not yeah and especially the ones that we're not aware of can just sneak up and bite you so yeah.
0: because I do have a lot of power. I mean if you think about this is how I think things should be done or I hope they should be done, and then we just kind of live off of that mindset, and that's maybe not the best way to think about it. It can really have some influence in mm-hmm. the quality of our relationship. For sure. Okay, so we're gonna start off and talk about some possible things that maybe have influenced your mindset or how you view marriage. And so one of the big ones, so I'll throw these out there, Tara, and you can respond. Does that sound like, a, l- like a decent plan? <laughs> All right. I don't know, we'll see. Here we can. Yeah, we'll see. All right, so your parents' relationship, I think, is going to have a little influence on you, either positively or negatively. Definitely. And then the response to that would be, "How does that? So how it does is that, definitely how does, period? Yeah, no. How does that? How does no? That that's have, for so, sure.
1: Like what I mean, if that's what's modeled or what, you know what gets fostered in your home during your childhood, that is going to for sure influence you whether you're aware of it or not. And so that I think that's just something that we need to be mindful of, pay attention to. A lot of times people are like, I don't want to do it the way they did it. And so they may go to the other end of the spectrum. And as we've talked about many times, we don't want to be extreme on the spectrums. And so trying to find what that healthy balance is, which I think is a continual journey, really. But if it again, just like paying attention, what did you see that that worked for them? What didn't work for them? Did you grow up in a single parent household? Or were they divorced three times? Or they were together for 50 years, but hated each other's guts? You know, I mean, there's There's so many things. And so those send spoken and unspoken messages to us. And a lot of times we're not even aware of what those, like the messages we've received are until like we get into a relationship of our own or we are met with adversity in our marriage or like the conflict alone could like, well, we're fighting, so this isn't good. I'm out, you know, just so many different things. And so how you grew up and what you saw in them, and same for your spouse. You know, nobody's stories are the same, and so your spouse is coming from their own angle and the journey they've been on, and same with you, and sometimes those can, like, feel incongruent or step on each other's toes and create some conflict and tension.
0: And they probably will, because not a lot of families are probably uh, navigating this journey the same way, Mm -hmm. and so thinking about, man, I want to emulate or unconsciously emulating some of the things they did, or I want to run as far away from the things that they did that can have a lot of influence. One of the things that's really influenced me outside of the, the parental relationship is media. And so like seeing sitcoms, uh, watching movies and thinking this is the way it should be done, mm-hmm. or or Disney Princess or, nonsense, or, Di- or Disney Princess <laughs> nonsense, yeah, and so yes. or, or the Hallmark Channel. Uh, sorry, I had to throw that one out there, but that can really have an influence. The, the media that we consume can really have oh, for start sure. to shape our mindset. Well, and
1: look at social media. I mean, people are yeah. on that so much, and that's we're we're being inundated by that without even being aware of it anymore. I think on so many levels, and it's just the way of our culture, which that's a whole nother topic. But so, yes, like we're constantly taking in this uh, information, whether we're aware of it or not, and it's got to go somewhere. And it gets absorbed or processed in a healthy or non-healthy way. Um, And it has a big, I would like... It's kind of heavy handed, I guess, in a way, you know, but for sure it plays a role in, I think, how we see ourselves, how we see like what we think things should, quote unquote, look like um, or be um, the whole comparison piece to it, you know.
0: And you can see why mindset would have so much influence on a relationship. If all those things are heavy handedly influencing Mm -hmm. you, you could see where after a while that's really shaping all your thoughts about these relationships. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So another one. I think is previous relationships that we've been in can have a lot of influence. Um, And we tend to sometimes either again, want to emulate or run away from uh, romanticize those things. And that can have a lot of power over how we view our current relationship. Is that? Yeah. And if
1: like, if let's say you've had a few that didn't go so well, go like it could keep you from wanting to enter into another one or, you know, having, the expectation or assumption that like this person is going to behave the same way. And it just, again, it shapes our neuroception. A lot of times, one of the things that also influences our marriages is trauma and adversity. And I'm throwing that one in with this one, just because if we've experienced that in previous relationships, that will for sure play out. Like we talked about last season in how we do marriage and yeah. how we see ourselves in all the things that come with that. And so those, a lot of times, a lot of these overlap, but those for sure can overlap here.
0: Yeah. So, season four, we did really dive into trauma. So, uh, we're trying to say, uh, trying to get more subscribers this year. So, don't forget to smash that subscribe button. <laughs> oh, my god! I'm sorry. I had to throw it in there. So, that was season four. But that really does, I mean, it has a massive influence over oh, how sure. we view our, our current relationships, the things that have influenced us from our past. That, that's so much stuff. Uh, and I think culture. Uh, and even as we talk about kind of seeing, like we talked about social media, but even then, the the church culture mm-hmm. that we can get into. Because uh, I know for me, growing up, I was taught that the man was supposed to be the boss of the family and kind of dictate how things went. And you know that had a lot of influence in in navigating my relationship because I thought, oh, this is the way things are supposed to work. And so when it wasn't working that way, or I felt like there was a little pushback, I was frustrated. And it really had nothing to do with this person. It was my mindset that was influencing that. So it was really a journey for me to kind of learn how to serve and to love and and be in a, a relationship where I could hear her voice, not just mine. And that was a, that was quite a journey.
1: And that's when Brock learned about egalitarianism.
0: Egalitarianism, yes. I learned to study eagles. <laughs>
1: oh my god! Is that what it
0: is? Yeah. So, but yep, the other one it. sounds good too, though, because there's egalitarianism, which is like both partners are equal, have a good voice. Um, and then there's also complementarianism, but that sounds really nice to me, because you just be complimenting each other all the time, right? Is that what mm-hmm. complementarianism means? Not quite. Not quite? Not
1: quite, but yeah. We're okay. just. But that, you make a good point. Okay. Those things, and a lot of times people don't even, when we say this, you're probably like, what is happening? But those things play out every day in our lives, whether we know or not. And so, if you go to a church or you identify with a certain faith, that helps us navigate or can dictate how we go through this journey and do relationships. And so that can help us or hurt us sometimes. And I think when it's, it can also create shame in us and, Make us think, well, we're doing something mean, and we've talked about this before, but like we're doing something wrong, or what's wrong with me that like everybody around me seems to have it together.
0: They're teaching me this one thing and I don't seem to think that way. And so what's wrong with me? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so there yes, the culture of your church that you attend is super important. And if it's not healthy and you're bought in, like
0: just And that's what be that's careful. what we're doing with this whole podcast of this about mindset is we're just asking for A, identifying Mm -hmm. what's going on in your mind and then an evaluation of that and seeing where that's having some positive or negative influence. And then what do I need to do with
1: that information? You know, because you can't can't do any, like you can't change things without first being aware. Yeah. And so that's, you know, self-awareness is one of the greatest gifts, but it's also, I mean, it it requires us to do work at that point and take responsibility. And that's the hard part.
0: Yeah, and that's what we're, Asking of ourselves and asking of uh, everyone that's kind of going on this journey of marriage is to say, hey, I need to go back and and be aware of what's influencing me. And that self-awareness piece is like, what has influenced my, my view of, of marriage, what has influenced my, my trauma, my past, my history, all these things that we've been mentioning, that's a big part of the journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just even being aware of all that, and we've talked about you know, emotional intelligence, like making sure that I'm understanding what's going on in my emotions, that that can be something that influences me, like, hey, if this is not comfortable, I need to run from that, mm-hmm. or maybe, hey, I need to learn to sit in this a little bit more, but just understanding that about mindset, that can really, like, I wanna be in a relationship that has no emotional struggle whatsoever, so you're just going to you know, maybe run or hide or freeze or whatever in those situations, just being aware of all that that's going on so that you can not blame the relationship, but maybe, hey, it's how I view this in those situations or those circumstances.
1: Context is hugely helpful. And whether that's for you or for your spouse, it just, it helps us see the bigger picture, hopefully creating some empathy and compassion so we can partner up with our partner and do this hard work and continue on a healthier marriage journey.
0: Yeah. All right. So we've identified some things that have influenced your mindset and, and see how powerful that can be. But we're here with a, a big time therapist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we goodness. go. And so we want to talk about some potential antidotes if or th- ways to work on your mindset to be in a more healthy or mindful marriage, as we might say. And so one of the things we identified is it's so important. It's very difficult to think about what a healthy marriage should look like. We've never seen healthy marriages. Mm -hmm. A lot of us haven't seen healthy marriages. And so... Or maybe it
1: was relatively healthy and mostly healthy, but like they didn't know how to like do conflict or, you know, just it doesn't have to taint the whole thing necessarily, but yes.
0: So how... What would a person do if they're like, "Hey, we're saying one of the antidotes might be to view some healthy marriages"? I mean, how how would you even start to to do that? I mean, I guess part of his education and learning and finding people that are healthy and start to view their patterns and see what they do and like. Oh, that's a little different. With I mean, how what else would you suggest for that?
1: I mean, I think if you get you know when you start this or like you realize like maybe I need to figure out some of this stuff and see where I'm at. I think always just that staying in your lane, self-growth piece is vital. And so where am I at? Kind of like what you said earlier, but like emotional like identification, awareness, and expression. So basically emotional IQ, right? But that's a journey in and of itself. So just trying to stay in your lane and create that awareness, pay attention, give yourself permission to Make mistakes and give yourself grace and space to figure this out and wrestle with this and do the whole rumble because it is difficult sometimes, you know, and it's also not a quick fix or a, like, you can't just start and be like, okay, I got this. Like, like, again, a lot of times this is a lifelong thing. Yeah,
0: very much so. Or,
1: you know, lasting the length of your relationship or if you're divorced and like before, maybe before you want to get into another one, you, you have some healing to do. Just giving yourself that permission to like really deep dive at a pace that is tolerable and not harmful. And sometimes that isn't a fast thing, which, you know, our timelines, usually we want to speed them up. But for things to be organic and healthy and whole and healing, it generally takes some time.
0: So, yeah, so we're just all of us inviting ourselves to continue on this journey. Mm -hmm. And I've even found that there's just seasons in the journey of trying to be uh, a little healthier in marriage. That there's Mm -hmm. seasons I... And thriving, and learning, and growing, and seeing other marriages, and so, boy, I'm really at a good spot, and there's other points where I'm not doing so hot, where I have to, and it's almost like you need to reset once in a while, okay, that's right, I need to go back to these things, and so it's like, but the journeys aren't always just perfect. No. There's ups and, and downs. And
1: there are times that we might need to lean in a little more, or be more intentional, or um, you know, like maybe there's some counseling in there, or that, you know, we're going some weekend marriage retreats, whatever, but like also trying to maintain, and stay aware consistently throughout, I think is important, but we get busy and life happens and there's stress and there's all these moving parts and that can pull us away from that, that intentionality. But I think that is also one of the harder pieces is just that like ongoing consistency of intentionality.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, for me, part of it has been, you know, I didn't, I didn't view healthy marriages growing up. And so part of it is just You know, I'm not natural at being uh, in good relationships. That's not something, you know, I'm very selfish and had to learn along the way what that means. And so I think education and just learning and and finding resources and being a part of things, like you said, the marriage weekends or doing different things where I can actually hear Mm -hmm. what being in a good relationship looks like. Because a lot of things I thought were being in a good relationship were not accurate Mm -hmm. and they were influencing my mindset, which influenced my marriage, but then learning Oh, here's a better way of doing things had a lot of impact just right. learning what it means to well, be in a good and relationship. And even when
1: we're learning that new information, we also have to unlearn the other yeah. stuff, you yeah. know. It doesn't just automatically replace it. Like there's there's a wrestling piece that happens in there and it can bump up against like our beliefs and our ideals and our expectations and it can feel very uncomfortable and offensive sometimes. And so it's there's just so many little pieces that go into it. But I think, you know, we've got to start somewhere. And I tell people all the time, baby steps are still steps. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so we don't know what we don't know. We don't know what the future is going to hold. So just what is that next right step? And you just keep going and putting one foot in front of the other metaphorically and well, and also literally please. Yeah. Yeah. But, and then it happens. so yes, education resources, there's so many great books and podcasts and materials and websites and all the things out there. And sometimes that can even be overwhelming. Yeah, And so if you don't even know where to start, I mean, you can always check good old Google, but again, that's the overwhelming piece, I think for so many. So ask somebody, or if you are in therapy, ask your therapist for recommendations, ask your pastor, ask your group leader, ask your best friend. Like, But that sometimes takes a, some vulnerability and courage to do that. And so again, start small, and but look to around, see what's available. And... Kind of dig in yeah, so at important. the pace you can do.
0: So some anecdotes we mentioned so far: viewing some uh, other marriages that are healthy, mm-hmm. uh, some education. We talked about staying in your lane, or um, as I would say, draw the circle around yourself, and like, how can I get healthy? Uh, and I think another piece too is uh, really looking at our our spot with God mm-hmm. and asking. I mean, because this is this is difficult stuff to do. To think, how can I start to deny myself and think about another human being a little bit more often? And so that takes a little supernatural strength. And so I think it's important even, uh, and I I really do believe Jesus was just the master teacher when it comes to relationships. Mm -hmm. You read his stuff over and over and you're like, oh, that's what it means to be healthy towards other people. And that translates very much to marriage. And so even going on a journey of saying, hey, I want to start looking through the scriptures and start uh, praying and asking God for help to do this, I think is all part of those antidotes to be in um, a little bit better mindset toward looking at your marriage. And mm-hmm. so I think that's so important. And I think
1: that, sorry to interrupt, but I think that also couples well with like wise counsel. I mean, obviously that's the best wise counsel you can get is from the Lord. But like, yes, like just spending time with the Lord, but also people that, you, that are healthy and also are spending time with the Lord and are going to be able to give you sometimes maybe hard truths, but Healthy advice or help you advocate for yourself um, and encourage you and love you where you're at and hopefully non-judgmentally um, and compassionately, no matter where you are. And I think that's so important. And so, if you're not part of a faith community or even in a place of where you would say identify with a faith, that can feel a little difficult. And I think our faith for so many people. Especially when things are going well, obviously, but even in the darkest times, it does provide hope and an anchor that we don't have otherwise. Yeah. you know, and sometimes that part can feel off as well, and that's a whole other thing. But you know, just if you aren't part of a faith community, like you are, hopefully, part of a community of some sort, and so even just going to the people that you trust the most or think have your best interest at heart. And again, starting somewhere, I think is so important. Yeah. Um, Because we're not created or wired to do things on our own, even though I think culture and media tells us otherwise sometimes. And so again, it does take courage to be vulnerable and to go to people, but it's such an important piece of this and ingredient to a healthy marriage
0: yeah and being and even asking for uh friends and loved ones to help you uh see some things if it's a safe environment or counselor mm-hmm. something like that just even getting that individual feedback along with these other antidotes is so important uh and i think a lot of times too it's also as we look at this like even understanding like what stick to might look like or commitment you know like what, what that what that might what that might look like and so even going on a journey of what it's like to understand their seasons in marriage, the things that are going well, things aren't going so well, and so commitment to it. And so, um, so, and I think that's a huge part of it is like learning how to deal with, because I think conflict is inevitable. Mm-hmm. I think dark times, hard times are inevitable. And so learning how to navigate through those times is a journey that we want to get feedback from oh, and yeah. also hear from uh, God on how to navigate those times oh, yeah. as well.
1: For sure. Like, Lert, I can't tell you, I mean, how often just communication and conflict come up in what I do. And so learning how to productively and responsibly and assertively communicate and do healthy conflict because so, and we've talked about this a lot, I know on the podcast, but conflict has this really bad rap and everybody is, not everybody, a lot of people assume that it's like scary or negative and and it can be for sure, but that's combativeness or aggression and the unhealthy pieces of it. But conflict is healthy and can sound literally like the way we sound right now. Like yeah. it doesn't have to be big, bad, and scary. It's it's sorting through stuff and being able to be honest with each other and be okay with having different views or actively listening, all these different pieces. But like we don't oftentimes grow up learning how to do healthy conflict. Um and I think that is, it can be beautiful when done in a healthy way. It really can, and life changing.
0: Yeah, it's just so amazing that there's so many aspects of being in a relationship and mindset and influence it so heavily that, like, we have to learn and grow and how to deal with conflict. Mm-hmm. We have to learn and how to deal with our our uh, view of. Of this other person, what it means to serve, what it means to help, what it means to be a human. Be a human. I'm like, we're just not naturally given those things. We have to go on a journey of learning from others, uh, education, allowing God to work in our hearts. That's kind of the journey. And so sometimes I think a lot of people are really hard on themselves because they find it difficult to do these things. But like that's asking someone, hey, we're going to give you no training, go do it perfectly. That's really ridiculous to ask that of someone. So we're all on this journey of, going back and evaluating what has influenced my mindset and then trying to put in these antidotes to help me view mm-hmm. things in a more Christ-like, human-honoring, God-honoring, God-honoring way. Yeah,
1: and I think it's important to, and this this can feel extra unpleasant or uncomfortable, especially if there's conflict or you're in a hard season, but learning how to serve each other, compromise and sacrifice yeah. in your marriage. Yeah, Because otherwise, like, I mean, I think, innately we're all selfish on some level, some more than others maybe, but like we, yeah. we are selfish beings, you know? And so to do this, especially if we feel slighted or offended or hurt, well, how can I serve my husband in that moment? May not be the first thing you think of, right?
0: Of course not, yeah. And so
1: I think that is learning how to lean into that and see when and how to do that is a really special, helpful tool but I think it can all, it can be one of the more uncomfortable ones, for sure.
0: Yeah. So, Tara, this is this is an exciting moment here in the oh, podcast. We it? are debuting <laughs> a brand new segment today that we're going to try to end every uh, episode of this season with. We're going to have a mindful moment at the we end because we're the Mindful Marriage Podcast. And so, we thought a mindful moment.
1: We're going to leave y'all with this in each episode.
0: Yes. Know. Yeah. And so, I think we've even tried to have a little sound that can be played. There was just there played goes. in the background uh, for you guys to hear. And so, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the mindful moment. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, my gosh. We're trying here. We're trying. This is fun. There was. There's not There's your professional sound quality <laughs> engineer uh, thing. You're so, guys. We're like
1: disc jockeys. Yeah.
0: So here might be some things to write down, to take some practical steps after listening to us today. So we've got a few questions, and we'll go back and forth on the questions if that's all right with you, Tara. Of course. So here's question number one. What are the top two or three things that have influenced you the most in how you view marriage? So looking at that mindset, what are two or three things that have really influenced you? We go back to talking about parents, TV, the church, whatever, just just going through that journey of figuring out what those things might Mm -hmm. be.
1: And then after you identified those, how have those things been helpful or hurtful in your marriage? And trying to just sit with that for a little bit and unpack that.
0: Yeah. And so just thinking, has this brought some pain or has it brought some joy? And if it's Or maybe brought, both. Or in maybe some boy ways. and then how do how do I maybe boy, maybe <laughs> both. And then evaluating that. All right. And then our, our final question is on our mindful moment is <laughs> if they have been hurtful, uh, what are some steps that you could do to change course? We talked about the antidotes and maybe like in those areas, what are some things I might need to go on a journey? Uh, so I can deal with that mindset a little bit better. So uh, and then we have an advanced track, as Tara likes to say. If Wait, you, that's yeah.
1: your that's your turn. Oh,
0: it's oh, I thought that was your turn. I've been telling people credit. for years it's your turn. Is it? Yeah. I think it's
1: yours. All right, I don't we'll know. Go
0: with, we'll go with mine. Okay. I like that better. <laughs> okay. Uh, but Tara, would you like to share the advanced <laughs> sure. track with us here? So
1: if you feel comfortable and it's safe to do so after you do this, and maybe your spouse has also done it, even if they haven't, that definitely could take some courage. But sharing this information with your spouse, whatever you've kind of unpacked or identified. And if they've done it too, then exchanging it with your spouse. And that could turn into a really neat conversation or conversations. And maybe y'all could figure out some of the next right steps for what your marriage might need in that season.
0: Yeah, because there's, there's something about repair in marriage when you own things. It's just, it's a beautiful piece of it. But all right, so we're down. That is episode one of ooh, season ooh. five. Yay. Unbelievable. And so thank you guys. Uh, Thanks for, for sticking with us. For listening for all this time. And uh, we'll see you guys next time on the Mindful <laughs> Marriage Podcast with hopefully a better jingle uh, <laughs> procession know, next kinda, time.
1: I kind of like the like the organic piece Yeah, it was, that orga- that that was. It was organic, all right. Yeah. See you guys. Thanks, Rob. Bye, guys.